Our village was slaughtered because we rebelled against a corrupt government. Hello, old friend. Why have you betrayed us? It's time for you to die. There is nothing more important than family. Jet Lee, Legend of the Red Dragon. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over! Good evening and welcome to a special episode of the Asian Action Cast. My name is Sam and joining me tonight is Mikey. Hello. Hello. And Nathan. Hi. But by, by special, you mean kind of held back in class? Like maybe repeating, <laughs> maybe re- repeating a grade? Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, coming to school with shoes put together, with duct tape. Uh, the reason why it's a special episode is we're actually recording on a new platform. Uh, this is an experiment. It's an experimental podcast. So it may not even see the light of day, depending on how it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just all had the time. We thought we'd try something new. And if it sucks, we won't put it up because we have another one ready to go. That's so right. you'll never hear this again. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but for those of you new to listening to the Asian Action Cast, which if you are, why are you listening to this one? Go back and listen to all the other ones that we did. Look, done. there's some bangers. I'm going to tell you right now, audience, this is not a banger. <laughs> could well be but yes here in the asian action cast we watch review recap revamp the best and worst of hong kong and asian action cinema and give due credit to all the stuntmen that gave uh, joints limbs lives and livelihoods for us uh usually we pick a movie from the past and sometimes we pick a movie from the present never from the future because you can't do that yet can i also point out in this in this particular instance I hope they're saved from getting any kind of like permanent marker on their record about being a sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) Pity the stunt man in this movie. Oh yes. Oh yes. We'll get into that. Wow. That's a bit later on. So the movie that you chose tonight, Nathan, uh, this goes by a few different names, but what's the name of the movie that you chose? Oh shit. Um, Is it like the last Shaolin monk or some shit? I can't remember. On it's got like 7,000 names. It does. On Amazon Prime, it's uh, noted as the Red Dragon. Uh, when I saw it many, many years ago, it was actually called, um, uh, what was it? Yeah, Legend of the New Shaolin. New uh, Legend is, of Shaolin. Uh, sorry, New Legend of Shaolin, which is a Jet Li film. Directed um, by Wing Jong? Uh, Wong Jing. Wong Jing. Wong Jing. Uh, I am, I, that was her. Cut that. I am just shit-faced. we're not cutting it that's even better that's authentic that's the authentic asian action cast experience tell us what you really think (laughs) this is our second wang jing film in a row uh because we we just recently saw was the other wang jing film that we saw uh Uh, the one with the alien yeah alien rock whatever the fuck magic crystal magic crystal because it had alien rock rock is what i want to call it alien Alien Rock. rock yeah Cynthia that's not rock yeah <laughs> i get it yeah. um yes and the reason you picked this film is because you saw it and it looked <laughs> kind of cool and it had jet lee in it uh yeah it had jet lee in it it's been a while since i've seen it uh i did see it oh, oh 
Yeah, I definitely did own it at one point. This is gonna. This is like a blast from the past. I don't know if any of our American listeners would be aware, but there used to be a video. It's one of the few ones I bought in America, and I bought it through Tai Seng when I lived yeah, in the right. US. Um, yeah, that's who I used to get my movies through. But I saw it with Michael. I'm pretty sure before as well. But this movie keeps saying that it was made came out in 2002, but I think it's well early. No, 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 it's 94. 94. Yeah. In 1994 release. The Tai Seng video that you saw in America, Nathan, was that dubbed or was that subbed? It was subbed. Yeah, okay. So I saw this many, many years. Actually, I think I saw this in the 90s, so not long after it released um, from a place in uh, in Northbridge called Cosmo Video, and they specialized in um, Asian martial arts films, I guess. Well, actually, a whole bunch of films, but I only picked the Asian martial arts films. <laughs> and. And Jet Li was quite big at the time. He was big in the 90s because uh, Jackie had kind of done his dash in the uh, the 80s. So it was Jet Li's time to shine. And this film was, I thought, you know what? A lot of people give this film shit, but I actually think this is one of my favorite Jet Li films. Really? Really? I don't feel like he's the starring role in this film. I feel like they're, like it's an ensemble. Oh, he's, he's, the, he's the straight man in this film. Like he is kind of the main character but yeah you're right it is an ensemble because it has everybody kind of has a character they have their time to shine right yeah actually uh for, for anyone who hasn't seen this film if you're going to kind of pitch this film why would people go see this film if they're into hong kong and asian action films it's a heartwarming father and son tale of revenge <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that worked quite well actually hmm. um that let's just call it um, China's version of Peter Pan <laughs> and the Lost China's Boys. Version. What? <laughs> yep. You're gonna have to explain it, Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna Mike, go because Jet Li is definitely not the boy who didn't want to grow up. <laughs> no, well, he's he, talking he, about the kids. He's the boy that doesn't age, but uh, <laughs> throughout the movie. But um, I'm talking about the kids. Yeah, the Lost Boys going. Uh, I get more crazy. of a Three Ninjas Kickback vibe from those children. They yeah, I, I do too. And and the bad guy is kind of like the hook or the crocodile. I don't Man, know. Man, I actually think one. he works. If we, if for, uh, we're, we're doing this in Halloween. It's like the last weekend before Halloween. And um, <laughs> that guy is fucking Jason, man. That guy doesn't yeah. stop. He can't stop. He, he is the boogeyman. <laughs> he is true, the boogeyman. And I actually think this. What's is, your pitch? Oh, sorry. My pitch, I think this film is actually to, to say what you said earlier, Nathan, off air is I think this is um, Wong Jing's Lone Wolf and Cub because it hits all of those notes. Uh, my only problem with it is that it gives Jet Li this bullshit romance, whereas uh, Lone Wolf oh, never c- fucking come on. for a woman. Ching Mai is fucking hot. <laughs> oh, she is. She is. But, you know, uh, who's the guy that plays Lone Wolf? He would never fall for a woman. No, no, no. That's true. He's, he's too, too on the mission for that. Yeah. He, I will say you that Chan Hua... Like the bad guy, he actually kind of freaks me out in sort of like a serial killer way. Yeah, he's also the bad guy from Fong Sayok, and I think it might be because oh, that's he has where no he's eyebrows. from. Yeah, I think that's the point, right? He plays that he's playing like a character role where he's just a bad guy. Yeah, he's got no eyebrows. That always makes you bad. <laughs> they were burned off in a fire. Yeah, and he's also covered in like shit. It looks like for most of the film, melty. I, I don't understand what that witch did to him to make him immortal or whatever, but they the fucked up his skin. Man. <laughs> he 
it was kind of funny. It was kind of almost poetic that they were dripping him, dropping him in wax at the end. But you know, God, that Chekhov's vat of wax—you knew what was going to happen minutes. Before. But you didn't that know wax. that he was. You didn't know that they were going to fall out of a window. And then he was going to no shadow kick that motherfucker back into the house. God, that was the most annoying thing from the whole movie for me. Was the friggin' the callback? It was like the music that picked up, you know, the Wong Fei Hong um, standard. And they'd added a, a little bit of overbeat onto it and played it in the background. And that was wow. like theme. Got, oh, that's a good point. Me and me and Sam watched this on Prime. You watched your DVD copy? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I don't oh, remember the music at all. Did they not do that? Oh. Holy shit. Difference. Did, Straight did you away. watch it subbed? I like did watch it subbed. Oh, like you... You missed the most racist dubbing I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> I had the choice of Cantonese and Mandarin. Oh, and actually, you lucky I went, bastard! I went for Canto as well, just to see. Holy job. shit! That's the, mm. That's the best. That's the best. That's the best dialogue. That chef's kiss dialogue. Uh, You're well, flying like business had, class on Qantas. This was <laughs> this was awful. This was like honestly some of the worst dubbing I feel like I've heard in a really long time. But at the same time, it sort of almost transcended it. In that way, that dubbing can into being bad, good. <laughs> yeah, ghost, it's a very it's on the nose of ghost story anime, bad good in some situations. Jet Li is being done by this dude trying to do like a real bad fake Asian accent things, but everybody else is just oh, like, no. "I'm American guy from America Town," or alternatively, <laughs> they are doing the lispiest evil gay shit you've ever heard. Oh, yeah, that's that's shocking. It is terrible, and they also try to make the words match the mouth movements. So it's doubly bad. So it doesn't make sense in the sentences and stuff. Yeah. And they're talking with like a strange lilt because they have to have random pauses for when they're not speaking. Mm-hmm. My um, copy was, it's uh, and uh, it's actually a, a Chinese version. I picked it up when I was in Hong Kong. So it's it has, yeah, as I say, the Canto, the Mandarin. It even actually has a, an English dub on it. Not that I tried it. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's going to be the same dub as what we got. I Probably think not. We, I think me and Sam got like, when it says 2002, I think that's when it was dubbed. And it was dubbed during that period where they were like, let's just throw weird shit on there. <laughs> yeah. Like a Kung and Pao. The title Honestly, credits. like a Kung Pao. Yeah. The title credits is different to the um, your version too, Mikey, because it's obviously got like very yeah. Americanized fonts and everything. Oh, this is that total black Chinese writing nothing entrance into the movie and it's just yeah. like black chinese 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 black black and then uh it, Horse then, it talk, then it then it does the whole thing where they're they're talking really fast and the subs don't keep up so you're like i think i got like half of that and then oh, okay. it's that um it's the chinese subbing where you know some of them make sense and some of them you just get the gist <laughs> <laughs> we had the walmart like red opening just random yeah. shit it was just yeah. the fast yeah. food version of it Shall we? So we hit the uh, bits of the plot, or do you want to do any like yeah. trivia? Nah, I don't really have any trivia, but I was going to just name rattle off a couple of the actors. Obviously, Go Jet Li is the main the main character who plays. His name is Hung Hei Kwan. You might as well call him Wong Fei Hong, but um, I don't know if that's a historical character or not. Uh, Ching Mi Yao is in it as Red Bean. She's in most of Wong Jing's films as the girl next door, and she is very hot in this film. Um, her mum is played by uh, Dini Ip, who is uh, Red Bean's mother, and a couple of the other notable characters. You mentioned Chun Wa Ji, uh, Nathan, that yeah. uh, play, plays Ma Ling Yi, who's the bad guy. He is the poison man, I guess. Um, I don't know what he does. Does he poison people? 
Nah, he's just he's just his. Where's Bozeman? He's based the fuck nah, out of him. This is what you missed, Nathan. To look poisonous, I think. Yeah, he's called like poison guy, whatever in the subtitles. Um, if you're watching it subbed, yeah. Uh, Chu Chu Liang plays the kind of effeminate Shaolin monk, I guess, with the Three Stooges haircut. Ah, um, uh, yeah. I, the, I do think that. Uh... They're making a point that all Buddhists are pedos in this film. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting that out there that it feels like a pretty nasty indictment of the whole of the whole Buddhist religion. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose or what, but like the Buddhist, like the guy who's dressed up as a Buddhist that comes to get the kids early is like got that weird like lispy like oh I'm a gay guy, <laughs> and then this guy definitely has that vibe. Oh, yeah, they, but then you wonder it, if it's in, the dark. in my in my version they they make literally make fun of him for being the you know the the gay monk guy okay You're right yeah, yeah i and i yeah. trust the subs more than i trust the dubs <laughs> um and then, oh, wow. and then right at the end of the movie wong jing makes an appearance as one of the dads. i was just gonna say that <laughs> wong jing's in his own film and you know what his name was it was Fong Fong Se Yak. oh was it <laughs> yeah and jet looks at him when he says it and he's like uh yeah, I yeah. missed that in the dub, obviously, because there's no jokes in the dub. It's just terrible dubbing. Oh, that's not true. There's lots of jokes in the dub. There's that bit where that goes, am I right, fellas? And there's other other guy go, you're telling me, brother. Those are fucking <laughs> great lines, and I'm not going to have any bad things said about them. Yeah, right. <laughs> just random fucking people gibbering in the background. Perfect. Because <laughs> somebody had to think about it. Uh, that, those are pre- Oh, Eric Sang also plays random man in crowd. Um, but other than that, I didn't um, notice I random man and crowd. <laughs> yeah, Eric Sang. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, no one else really. Oh, the kid. Actually, I should mention the kid because he was in quite a lot of films. With he's still um, in a lot of films. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure I've seen him in a bunch of stuff semi recently. Because I remember seeing this and thinking I'd watch more. Uh, this more definitely of him feels it. like they're trying to make him like I, I. And I feel like I've seen him a couple of times when he was young. I only saw him when he was young. I've definitely seen him in a couple of movies as a kid, but I can't remember him as an adult. So, like he made he's he's making movies right now. Like, and I, I'm just trying to look. I have seen him as an adult. He was in one of the Ip Man movies. I'm goddamn sure of it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Probably have seen him then. Who knows? Was um, it one of the Ip Man films? I'm almost certain of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking it's Mousy, but um, his name, the kid. Yeah, the kid. Um, uh, I'm actually going to look did... it up. Yeah, Mousy, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He's only in two films with Jet Li, which is this one, and uh, My Father is Hero, which was shit, so don't watch that. <laughs> watch this one. That, that was the other one I was I was thinking of him from, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, but almost, yeah, so... I'm almost positive I've seen him in something. Like, because you can tell, because he's, he's got the same fucking head, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure I've, I've seen him in something else. Like, Rick, oh, no, like... He, was in, he was in God of Gamblers too. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but I'm, no, that's too early. I'm talking like I remember seeing him as a man. Oh, recently? Yeah. Okay. Well, he has grown up, and he's <laughs> as, as he's, most children do. Yeah, as opposed to being Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. But he's like he's a legit martial artist, so I don't see why he couldn't be in martial arts films, having a background in it. Hmm. Yeah. It works. Yeah. <laughs> you know how old he is? Well, he the, was at, born. At the time, he looked about uh, what seven or so. So what, nineteen eighty-eight? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he was like ten at this point, and now he is like thirty-one or thirty-three. 
Uh, he was 10 when he did this film. So okay. he was born in 84. Okay. Yeah. So 39. Yeah. Yeah. So he prime, prime to be a star. <laughs> or retired star anyway. But anyway, so those are the major players. Retired yeah, stunt can... man. Oh, uh, yeah. You could be a stunt man. <laughs> so yeah, we can go through the, uh, the major plot points. Mikey, did you want to hit the major plot points and tell us what this movie is about? Uh, sure. So I think we, we do the general premise setting the movie at the start, which is, um, the government's bad and it's going to take your shit. The gov- what is the government? The old, it's a, in a changing period where the Ming dynasty had been overthrown. By... Is it the evil Manchus? Are they coming from my shit again? <laughs> yeah. They're always after your shit. I can't remember who, which order it goes in, but yeah, the Mings were overthrown and then some people didn't like the people that overthrew them so they were um you know getting together and forming rebellions and stuff so the new government decided to crack down on those people and uh jet Li's they really wanted to destroy the shaolin right yeah well that was part of it fighting on anyone i think they're fighting anyone anyone that opposes them who can bring any kind of force to bear that's it so and uh jet Li's sort of linked into the Shaolin, but he has his own sort of clan. I don't think this is, this is where I think, I I think it's different. I think he is part of a different group than the Shaolin there. It's an enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of situation. Oh, so he's not a Shaolin monk. No, I don't think so. I don't, Mm. I don't think that he's part of the rebels, but I don't think he's a Shaolin monk. Uh, Okay. So in, in my version, (laughs) the, uh, the sub version, he's, Kind, he's not a monk himself, but he's like a brother of the temple. Um, but he's got his own family clan outside of it. Um, so he's he's linked in directly with them. Um, but there's all they're all sort of linked in as they keep calling everyone brother and that kind of thing, but not directly brother. So I think there's oh by blood, not by yeah, blood. just like a a group of the rebels kind of thing, and they're all linked in together, and um, the government gets wind of, of uh, Jet's character being uh, as part of the rebels, so they send a whole bunch of troops to his home to uh, massacre his entire clan and his family. And that's where we sort of open the movie with Jet arriving at his uh, house in the middle hey, of the I, desert, as it always is. <laughs> can I just jump in there and uh, mm. give you a little bit of trivia about the Shaolin and the reason, maybe the backdrop for what happened here. Apparently, uh, with the Ming dynasty, um, a lot of the Ming loyalists, while they were, you know, eventually, they were eventually overthrown by the Qing dynasty, but the Ming dynasty, all the Ming loyalists would actually use the Shaolin Temple as a refuge, and they would go and learn martial arts and hide there. Um, and because they were, uh, there were a lot of Ming loyalists, the Qing rulers actually destroyed the Shaolin Temple because of that. Um, and they, they're the ones. So I assume that the government in this case is the Qing rulers who are actually looking to destroy the Shaolin and any Ming loyalists. Um, so I don't know if that politically means that Jet Li is a, a Ming loyalist or... Yeah, that works. Yep, let's use that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I apologize to anybody in China or anyone who knows about Chinese history if I've completely butchered that. <laughs> so, so he arrives, he's like, my child... It's Lone Wolf and Cub time. Choose the sword or choose your toy. Either way. <laughs> that that was the best part in the whole movie, wasn't it? Because he, he's he sat his essentially not even one-year-old kind of down and he's like, here's a toy rocking horse. Here's a sword. 
If you choose the sword, you can come with me and my ver my my revenge kick. If you choose the toy, I'll just kill you so you can go see your mother sooner. It's literally straight out of Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, it is. It's completely ape from it. Yeah, it's 100% Lone Wolf and Cub. So Jelly kind of sells it. He sells it yeah. well. He's got the emotion. Like, he he is a stoic... Like, he, I, I'm, I'm, he is a bad actor. Oh, I don't know if he's a bad actor, but the things that they get him to play, he is good at playing. Like, the stoic, he's, like... Yeah. He, the he, thing is, he I, doesn't like he doesn't have the rage of the Lone Wolf and Cub guy. He's like just super like stoic dude, and I kind of don't buy that he's on a quest for revenge. When we meet up, what, with is he on a quest for revenge? Because what does he actually have? Well, he's, to he's get making on? his kid choose a world of bloodshed, man. Like, oh yeah, he definitely wants to overthrow the government and stuff, but he's also being persecuted and hunted, so he's just in like survival mode when we come back to him. I don't know. That's the difference between Lone Wolf and Cub and this guy, then, because Lone Wolf and Cub, he chooses vengeance and then he goes directly at the target. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't hide or nothing. He's like, well, whatever. I'll eat as we go, man. <laughs> my my <laughs> goal is to kill that motherfucker. Yeah. That's what I mean. It, it never seems to establish what Jet Li actually wants to achieve, other than he's just hiding from people after his bounty. That seems to be his main goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that doesn't seem right. Considering <laughs> I love that. I love that he can't trust anyone either. Like everyone he thinks of as a brother or something is just out to like betray him. And so at the very all after of, money. At the very beginning of this movie, we get the initial fight sequence with the bad guy who follows him all the rest of the way. The bad guy's got some claws. There's some good spear fighting. There's some good like it the the fight here is pretty good. It's like uh, you mean the one with food. poison guy? Yeah. Before he was poison guy. Yeah. Why there's a lot of waifu, but it's pretty good waifu. I should I actually I, mention that um, Corey Yoon is the action director for this film. Okay, He's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I did yeah, appreciate I mean, the, the, the staff work in this um, fight scene. It was actually quite good. Um, how he's uh, you know using it as a prop to like lift himself off the ground. He's flipping it. And he's not just going for you know the jab jab with spear. He's slapping him down and moving him out of the way and stuff. It's, uh, it yeah. was really quite um, good choreography going. It's weird. You don't see a lot of... I, I feel like there's a very particular time for Waifu where it works really well. Mm. And this movie's good for it. I think it's fine. Like, it, it's it's not as visceral as, like, modern action cinema, but there is something, like, very it's, engrossing about it. It's fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's like the use of it. Like, they use it well in, in the first fights and through most of this film, but towards the last fight is probably one that I will say they went overboard with it. And that kind oh, of yeah. me a little out of it. But yeah, the three quarters of it, pretty good. Well, they don't use it too much, do they? They use it um, just a little bit here and there and adds like an element of fantasy. I mean, nobody can do a fucking flying no shadow kick. But when he does it, it, it looks <laughs> You get cool. three children to do one at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just that like, was a bit much. That, yeah, the callback bit though <laughs> with the no shadow kick with the freaking, um, yeah, once upon a time. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't that sound motherfuckers typecast? What do you want from it? <laughs> well, that was the... kind of like the thing. I was like, oh, we're using Jet Li, so we'll... he's got to be his like that's his Jet Li. Also, movie, you know, the director's like parody man, he's comedy, yeah, exactly. dude, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I will say that Wang Jing does know how to keep a movie going, even though he has nothing to do with the action, like he just puts in the there's a lot there. of action in this movie, yeah, and it's great. So, what's he adding? The fucking Washing my shorts, fucking bits. Yep. Yes, he is, and also all the all the kid drama. 
and the, the the drama the of the the, um, the the girl and her fake dead mum, and the comedy. Yeah, that's all comedy. It's all that. comedy. Yeah, it's not bad though. The comedy isn't actually that bad. I'll I'll give it that. Like, oh look, it could be worse. I've it could be worse way worse. Watching. Except actually, I take that back. A lot of the comedy is terrible. <laughs> so, uh, but... some of the comedy, some of the comedy is great, and then it decides, let's go full weirdo. <laughs> I don't need to see. I don't need to see a kid's butt. Like I, I don't no. need to see that. I don't need to see it fart in the gay monk's face. I don't need that in my life. Wang Jing thinks you do. Wang Jing <laughs> thinks you very much do. Also, honestly, I could have done without the. I ripped up my pants. He's a smaller pair of pants for you. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. it was. And you know what? It it's it changes the tone of the film and That's... it undercuts I... Jet Li's character. Well, it was just trying to show how how poor he is. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, again, unnecessary. Um, so after this first fight, though, I think we do a, a seven-year time time jump. Oh well, we should mention that Jet Li actually kills uh, this guy. Well, well he thinks he kills him. Suppose thinks he kills him because he's we, got these Wolverine claws, right? Yeah, and yeah he's then got them... Jet Li's got a spear, and, and somehow he spear. Ma- yeah, well, he drills through a burning log, and then goes straight chest, through yeah. his chest. Yeah. Which would mostly kill anybody, really, except <laughs> this guy. Yeah, exactly. So he, um, but I, and then actually, when we move forward in time, we actually think I think we open with them putting the tattoos on the kids' backs. Oh, yeah, that's the, the MacGuffin, the right? Monk MacGuffin, yeah. Because yeah. this movie is like fifty percent a kids' movie. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, but they don't make them too annoying, so I appreciated that. <laughs> no, they're pretty fucking annoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm like. I don't like any of your kids except for Jet's son. He only because he like. Was, I, I will. Like, I will say that the slightly chubby one in the dub has a pretty funny chubby dub voice. <laughs> <laughs> a chubby dub voice. Yeah, man, that's what they're going for. <laughs> I'm a big fat boy. Doing the truffle shuffle. Yeah, they should have <laughs> made him do the truffle shuffle. shuffle when he was going to be their brother. Truffle shuffle. Anyway, uh, you know what I do appreciate though is when the kids uh, get into a fight and they're fighting the grown-ups, the grown-ups pull no punches and they kick the shit out of these kids. Yeah, man. Well, they're, they're Shaolin martial artists. No, that's what I mean. Like, it's not like they're doing like slapstick hits here and there. Like, he kicks a kid who goes flying and spits blood out of his face. And yeah. I thought, yeah, respect. That's exactly what would happen. The fight sequences with Jet's kid, like, obviously, you know, the protege, like, they think he's going to be hot shit um, yeah. going forward. They're pretty good for what is a 10 year old man. Like, my favorite bit that was dude is fucking on point. I, I did see, like, yeah. I, I did like, um, you know, the walking through the market and he's just balancing on his shoulder, holding, yeah. holding up the, the uh, umbrella. I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> Obviously, wires are involved in the whole thing, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he looked really stable and he bent down and bent back up and all of that. It's actually quite a, a neat trick. And clearly, he's a martial artist. Clearly. Well, he's standing till noon with his leg and the <laughs> kick showed that for sure. Did you notice that whenever they were talking, they you could see their breath? So it must have been fucking freezing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it did, I did notice that, actually. Um, and they did try and, you know, mention it a little bit in one of the scenes, like the area that they were in was kind of cold, I suppose. But I, I'm gathered they must have been filming at nighttime or something. Yeah, I don't know. But um, 
Anyway, back to the plot. They've got these uh, five five kids, five Shaolin kids. Yeah, there's yeah, there's five kids. Tattoos. Six with the ch- with their brother. I mean the Jets kid. Yeah, yep. and they've got a um, tattoo on their back that leads to the Shaolin treasure, which we never actually find out what it is. I assume no, it's knowledge. I assume it's money. She oh, was really? knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, in mine uh, they they had a little bit of a, a spiel on it saying um, some eunuch from uh, the Ming uh, had you know amassed a great treasure from the emperor, etc., and hid them and created this map. So, so money, actually, it's money. So, so it's literally money and treasure. Yeah, a treasure. Yeah, it makes sense. Like if you're running, if you want to try and run a war, you need funds, man. Pretty much. Yeah, okay, I guess so. so. So the idea is to split it into you know five pieces. So if one of the kids gets stolen, they haven't got the whole map, etc. And uh, and they can uh, yeah take it together I'm, and get the map if, out later. If you know where the treasure is and you have a map, because you would have had to have known to tattoo well, it on the kids. They had the map with you, them in the tattoo parlor. Yeah. Why would you bother tattooing it? Why wouldn't you just keep the map and memorize it, or cut the map into a few pieces? I don't understand why you don't just cut the map into a few pieces. That's <laughs> yeah. my issue with it. I am assuming that it's like a like a hand hand down this information to like families or some shit. I don't know. That's what I'm just like saying. What? I'm putting it out there. I'm helping the movie. Yeah, okay. You're helping the movie. It's different clans with... over periods of time have to give a kid up and they have to put the thing on their back so they can find yeah, it no. later. But then you lose one kid and the map is fucked. Like one kid. Oh, dies you can probably like, figure uh... out from four out of five. <laughs> also, how do you think the map works? Do you think do you think you have to line them up in a particular way, or do you think it's more like a, a like a a Google map where it starts real big, so that the first one's just China, and then the next one? <laughs> this is actually really dark, but I assume that they would have to cut the skin off the back of the kids and put it all together. Yeah, so do I. Well, they could always trace it. They had paper. Come on. <laughs> Actually, that's much better, Mikey. That's a much better way of doing it. Uh, but mine's, mine's the more traditional way, Michael. <laughs> yeah, well, true. But at the same time, I, I do agree. Like, it, it, without some sort of clue of which order it goes into, it, it really didn't work because it was literally like pieces on, on the back of the, the kid without showing how it connects, like even puzzle pieces or whatever. So, but, yeah. you know, they don't think through these plans. And the, And the fact is, they were like... And then go to this village. On, you just need the like, last one. Honestly, you just need the last one. You need one kid. You need the X. The Xbox. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's kind That's... of like, oh, and yeah, and you'll get together on New Year's, which is in like a month's time or something. It's like not even far away. What's the purpose of tattooing for that kind of short period of time when you're going to go get the treasure immediately? It's kind of silly. Yeah, I think if we think too much about the plot, it's going to make yeah, just less just forget sense. about the this plot. Let's get this back to the true. fights. So, <laughs> so Jet Li, Jet Li and his kid end up in a town. The town has the Red Bean and Red Bean's mum. They're faking uh, her mum being dead. They are shysters and con men. Yeah, um, he's there to see a brother, either blood. I think he might actually be a blood relation because that's kind of how they made it feel in this one. He calls it, him it, uncle. The kid calls him uncle. Yeah, and it I don't did, necessarily... did say like. Um, brother in here and it, and he did say brother by blood um in the the thing so it did kind of imply that it was like his actual brother yeah for some what yeah. i don't get about this though if if that brother is his actual real brother wouldn't the government want to kill him too yeah i think selling out was kind of the theme of the, the day for this guy yeah as well as but the I, I think 
at some point you can't like the clans the whole clan situation means you just got to kill them all of them right you got to kill well, all of them later in the movie when they go to arrest like the boys or the father of, of that guy there's like everyone's here for the party is considered part of their clan and we'll kill them all yeah that's what <laughs> well, I'm i guess yeah. i guess he's more useful as a mole to get jet lee right because he's probably not as powerful as jet lee and they probably want to kill jet lee first and then they can just kill him after yeah i guess that's true mm-hmm. um so yeah so he goes meets him his brother obviously like Double crosses him as we're talking about. He fucks up his brother and everybody else in that restaurant. Uh, during this time, we've got some funny backs and forth with the dad of one of the Shaolin kids uh, with Red Bean. He gets he convinces her to go back to his place. She's going to steal all of his shit. It's fantastic. It's um, played by the guy called uh, Sung Yong Chen, who is this prototypical angry fat dude. And he was also in uh, Fong Se Yok as well. But he plays like this comedic character who is a rich guy, does, isn't married as far as I know. Or maybe he is married and he's Ma- just... Well, he's obviously had a wife because he has a, he has a son he considers an heir. Yeah. You okay. don't do that with a concubine or whatever. So, But he's, he's the target for Ching Li Yao's um, character and her mum to kind of rip him off because he's rich. Did they do the... Because um, there was a back and forth it, um, when the son's walking through the market with him. I just want to know if they conveyed this in the dubbed version. So the son's going, well, why do you do good things, dad? And dad's like, well, you know, I didn't have a child until I was 40 and I was, uh, you know, unlucky that I, I was childless. And I went and spoke to a monk and the monk said, you know, do good things and you'll be rewarded. And then you came along kind of thing. So it's kind didn't of Didn't like... get any of that. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> is totally not what we no, were No, no, we've just got a bunch of fucking people in the background making funny jokes. That's all we got. <laughs> there you go. And then that's okay. why he decides to do a good thing and help um, Red Bean and <laughs> the thing. But he's help her. It seemed help. like he was trying to like take advantage of her. And well, that too. But at the same time, she's a poor woman needing money to pay for her mother's funeral with the mum pretending she's dead, kind of thing. And that that's the game. And then the people on the side were going, "But I heard about these two thieves that play this stick." <laughs> yeah, basically calling him out on it. And then he gets into an argument. Of course, it wouldn't be this beautiful woman, blah, 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 blah. And then they go, you know, stupidly. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not talking about Jet Li and his kid. You're talking about the other, the the fat dude. The fat fat guy. No, that's absolutely nothing. What they're talking about is, hey, shut the fuck up about the tattoo (laughs) on your back. Don't talk about the tattoo on your back. Please don't talk about the tattoo on your back. Then he finds the lady and he's like, man, you want to be my wife? You're fucking hot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's actually the, that's exactly right. That's literally the dub. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, not as intricate in the stupid storyline, but yeah. Okay. But, and then but at this point, like... someone someone in the background does say, "Am I right, fellas?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's fucking hilarious." <laughs> okay. Yep. Then uh... and not much. Well, actually, not much happens because he after killing his brother. Which doesn't take long, and I do love how absolutely fucking remorseless he is. He's just like, yeah. He does have. They make him. They get him into that pose so many times, like the sort of a Dutch angle with him, like slightly looking down with the spear pointed down. Quite often, it's pretty badass. Yeah. Quick question then: Um, Does he have this? Because he's having this um, discussion with the son, going, "You must have no no mercy on your enemies," and then, um, then he's standing there when he kills the brother, and he goes, "See this? You see this? You're trying to ask me for mercy? Kill." Kind of no, nah, I'm pretty sure the uh, the one liner he says is "There's nothing more important than family," and then kills him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we got we got one liners in this motherfucker. <laughs> um, oh, in the dub, really? it's all they're trying to play the whole thing for jokes. Okay. 
Yep, yep. Fantastic. So, no, it's trying, then, it's like uh, in in yeah, trying to play it straight, like he's teaching his son, and then throughout the movie, like he doesn't follow through on some of his things, like when he doesn't um, finish off uh, the Ching Mi when when he catches her being bad, and then the son goes, "But you told me <laughs> when someone's bad, you just got to kill them." So you're not following through on your stuff. Are you in love with this woman? Kind of thing. And they go, Oh, he does kind of say that actually. Yeah. And then what he says now, Dub, is like, she's got you, mate. She's got you feeling weird, doesn't she, Dad? Uh, <laughs> well, the, it's like, are you in love with her? And he, and um, Jet, Jet literally says, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm going to get a drink. I'll be right back. Keep going. Yeah, right. No, well, I mean, not much happens here because. He kills his brother, and that kind of sets the scene for everyone else to see how badass he is. In so that later on, yeah. So later on, when um, he's got Ching Miao, and they've got a few people who are trying to get her attention as well, um, Jet Li kind of has an opportunity to work for this guy, whether as a um, a bodyguard or as a teacher to teach him martial arts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so Sung Young Chen. Kind of says, oh, I want you to teach me martial arts. And of course, Jet Li's like, nah, I can't do that. That's my mystical skills or whatever. Um, but because this kid's hungry, he's like, look, I can't, I can't teach you, but I can be your bodyguard. And that's when the dude, Sung Young Chen, is like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to pay you, but you can come and stay with me. And, uh, and Jet Li kind of takes it, which is, yeah, I don't know. It just makes it seem like he doesn't really have a plan. He's just kind of drifting yes yeah and it's kind of like um he's he's basically raising the the son and and doing things in that manner to yeah get food in their bellies and and hide away from the authorities almost so when they're back at the um i want to call it like estate because yeah the the dude is pretty rich he's uh he's he's wealthy he's got he already had bodyguards but jet's obviously another one on top of that and and then it turns out he's he's basically a loan shark. He loans people money and then beats them up when they don't pay back or get some money back and then beats them up anyway because he's a bit of a douche. Wow, totally did not get that in the dub at no, all. Not at all. Oh, no, oh, we do know he's dodgy. Mm. Well, we he, yeah, we know he wants to steal people's shit, but that's about it. Yeah. Cool. There you go. <laughs> but that's just regular capitalism, am I right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a loan shark. Um, so in here we get a bunch of back and forths with the kid and the, and the, like the bully, like master's kid. We get him fighting, uh, Jet Li fighting the Red Bean in a couple of sequences. Not fighting, fighting, but you know, like playful fighting. Yeah. And then we get it halfway. trying to set up his like outfit or something, like tailor him a suit. So they have this fun little. She, she basically. They basically set up a premise like they realize that he's really good martial artists and they know that he can see through that act. So they're trying to scare him off so he doesn't, you know, tell them what their act is so they can rob the guy blind effectively. And that's the back and forth that happens. And then partway through the sequence, we get the plot advancing bit where the government attacks Shaolin and basically murderizes most of the monks, but the kids with the tattoos get away. Yep. Also, this is the reintroduction of evil bad guy who's all burnt now and he's got a cool metal fucking like car thing. He's badass. That he, he kind of 
tends to live in almost. It's like he's he's like just goes around inside it and that's it. that's it. He can't Pot Man, Pot Machine, all crazy. It looks like a little metal mouse. It's a, <laughs> with wheels. I was thinking like a speed racer car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really lame. It's very lame, but also very cool. But he loses his Wolverine claws and in its place he gets these iron gauntlets and he can now stab his hands into your chest and they're like you shredder heart. gauntlets. I don't know how he got so powerful. He told you the witch fucking healed him. <laughs> Did what? He didn't tell shit. He just said I saw a Look, witch. If if a witch comes to you and you're dying and, and they're like, I'm super witch, you get <laughs> See, to look said, like a burn it... victim, but you get to live forever and have iron skin, you say yes. Uh... <laughs> See, it said witch in yours, and it said a monk of the wastelands. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, I could not stop thinking about the cable guy when Jim Carrey has those chicken skins all over yes. his face. <laughs> yes, I remembered that too. I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's pretty badass. He kills the fuck out of some monks. It's pretty great. He kills everybody. Uh, he has no like no compunction about actually just tearing. I don't know. Actually, I don't think he kills kids. But the uh, the Ching later on, he throws do. those kids off him pretty quick. Yeah, he didn't kill them though. No. He... Well, they were trying to get um, that they had some trader in that that was selling them stuff, and they were trying to find which kids had the map. So it was more about getting the map. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that there's a bad guy uh, called uh, Lung Wei Wang, who is a I think he's an old Shaw Brothers actor, but he has the mustache. He's the commander who mm-hmm. ends up fighting darts. The grandma. With the, oh, the dart. The grandma guy. Yep. Yep, and he's he's very cool. He plays kind of like a no nonsense commander who's just doing a job, right? He's going around and just killing people. Yeah, he's I want to go back to the though. sort of the lead up before because essentially what happens is this movie has the fight at the very beginning. It has the meet up and going with the master. It has like three or four small fight sequences between the kid and other kids, and Jet Li and the and Red Bean. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of it, it's just another fucking fight scene. Like this whole movie is pretty much fight scenes. It's brilliant. There's, <laughs> there is a little, there's a scene where um, all of the guards and the soldiers and basically the government, they rock up at this rich guy's place because they found out that this is where the kids are. And it is an army slaughtering everyone. Let's just um, have the premise. The, the son of, of the, uh, the rich guy, sends a pigeon to Shaolin Temple to ask his brothers, who are the other kids who got tattoos, to come and help him because... Beat up Jet- the fucking Jet Li's kid. Beat up Jet Li's kid because Jet Li's kid beat him up. And that's how they go, oh, so he sent his son here, eh? Hmm. Well, my my issue with this whole situation, getting back to this whole put maps on fucking kids' backs thing, you don't keep all the kids together at that point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you spread that shit out. Well, I think that was the intent. They were meant to go back home to their parents and then meet up. Well, they didn't do it very quickly, years. did they? No, they did not. No, they did not. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't someone just think to get the map, the actual like paper map that they copied? Well, he, they burned, it he, he, he said he said in mine, he said he, he'll, he's burning the map as soon as uh, they're done. Okay. Yep. So I just, I just wanted to get out the point. There's a bunch of little fun, like where they're, where she's dressed, trying to dress him for the wedding and things. There's a bunch of little cool fights in here. I don't think it's not uh, fun to like just skip over them so quickly because mm-hmm. this whole movie's fights. The whole yeah. fucking thing. 
it's really well choreographed. All the fights, and I like that uh, they're not they don't have to be set piece fights to be fun, and they have a bit of fun with the way that they set them up. But it's kind of it's hard to to talk about each of them because they're all a little bit different and they're in context of what's happening. Yeah. Um, like they introduce when when they're uh, storming the compound, they introduce this. This monk, I think he is with makeup on. Yeah, he's a he's a, definitely a monk. He's an evil yes. gay monk. He's an evil gay monk. Like, <laughs> well, let's let's just call him a eunuch kind of a eunuch, yeah, eunuch kind of monk, yeah. And he's pretty badass too. Like, he's a powerful kind of character. They're sub bosses, right? Yeah. Like the commander is yeah. a sub boss. The evil gay monk is a sub boss. The main boss, I guess, is Poison Guy. Yeah. Although he uh, still so feels very henchman like. He does, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? He's not like he's direct. Like the the um, dart mustache guy seems like he's the one that's actually the official guy. He's he the, even has the official guy. uniform. He even has the official uniform one. You know, like the head of uh, mm-hmm. the guards and stuff. And I did like, um, like, so they go to the compound and they've got all these warriors and the wedding's on at this point, so they're massacring everyone. Um, and then Jet Li comes in and he fights the two head guys with his stuff. And he's absolutely brutalizing those two. And he does this one move where he, they're standing next to each other and he shoves his um, staff through the shirts of both of them. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just like smacks them backwards and it rips through the material of the shirt. That was, uh, I really enjoyed that, the hit. Do you know, I, I love the little gags in these martial arts films, which is what they need to bring into contemporary martial arts films. Gags like shit like that. And when they're fighting on the ground and they're kicking up tiles and stuff, like <laughs> just little gags that make it look really cool. Fantastic. They just don't do that. It's because it's moved to a more visceral. Yeah. It's impact, moved to a more true. visceral, violent way of doing things. And I'm not necessarily against that. I like I like my like raids and like. That kind of shit. Like, the I think it's good. For us. Yeah, yeah, like the night comes for us. That kind of shit is very, very good. But the bar to hit a good one of those seems very hard. And the bar to hit a good one of these also seems very hard. Like, there's just not that many Jet Lees around. Like, <laughs> no. You need, yeah. I think you need to be so precise and particular to get away with making this stuff look good that it's real hard. Yeah. And, I mean, like, those martial, the, the martial arts films that we're looking at, like John Wick and The Raid and all of that stuff, they're, they're visceral, but then you lose some of that that form and that technique from a Jet Li film or from a... a I also think you lose the not, storytelling. And like, there's not The very fights many... have more storytelling in this stuff. Yeah, there's not, like, wide, expansive shots of using different things because they're, like, in it close, trying to get the impact of the hits and the punches. So you yeah. lose, like, that aspect of there's a whole set here, you could be doing a whole bunch of things. Rather like than just just going fight. to the that fight between Red Bean and Jet when she's sort of like attacking him with like the tape measure and the, the needles, needles and yep. stuff. It's telling a really fun little. They're like them. It's like they're punctuating their speaking with their movements, and it's it's just, it just <laughs> works as like a storytelling device more than just a fight. It's almost you know like what a it reminds me of the Wong Fei Hong, you know, the classic Wong Fei Hong, uh, mm-hmm. the Quanta King fights, where he's he's fighting someone, but he's not fighting them. He's just like schooling them on, yeah, I'm too good to fight for you, um, and kind of like like he might be sitting down and they might be trying to attack him, but he's like, no, I'm just gonna sit down in this chair. Feels it's like a conversation. Kind of... It feels like yeah, a yeah, conversation. Right. Yeah, and someone's getting fucking talked down to. <laughs> yeah. 
You're right. You're right, Nathan. They don't really do that anymore. I don't know anything or anywhere that does that, which is a shame. It's like a star. It's like a like a truncated branch of the martial arts tree that's just sort of died. <laughs> because we know it's not real and it's not not supposed to be though. Uh, anyway. Yeah. It's not. It's, many, well, I guess it's. There's not many Wuxia movies kind of made now though. They're all that well, kind of. They're all, there are a lot, but they're all CG bullshit. Well, Jackie true. used to do a bit of that, like the one-upmanship, which is like, hey, look, I'm not touching the floor, right? Oh, I made you touch the floor. So it's kind of that friendly spirit of competition. And, yeah, now it's like, I'm going to kill you. Mm. The stakes are too high. <laughs> so they, mur- they murder all these people at this, at this wedding. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, thanks thanks bring for us bringing us back. Us back. We've already almost done this for an hour. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they the murder fight. everybody in the compound yep. and Go then they manage to escape. Now, when they've escaped, now this, this actually brings the conflict back down to earth. So it's not about their little stories anymore about this femme fatales and Jet Li's uh, in hiding. Now the government's involved. They know where they are. They know who they are. They're going for the and kids. They're, trying, they're going for the kids now. And now Jet Li and the two girls are trying to find somewhere to kind of lay low and hide, right? And I think they go looking for the Red Lotus Society. Uh, which is the stronghold of the rebels, I guess. Can I oh, just step you back two seconds? Yeah. So I wanted to ask a, d- a difference in, in between yours and, and my version. As part of the back and forth um, with the two girls trying to steal from the boss, there's one point where the mom... Mum's horny, man. Mum is fucking horny, if that's yeah, what you're going to ask. <laughs> so she was trying to poison Jet Li, but with an aphrodisiac? Is that... That what happened? Yep. No, there. She, that's the same she thing. She was supposed to. She, well, no, because she was supposed to be using a tranquilizer, but she says oh, I mistakenly used an aphrodisiac. Well, uh, no, okay, uh, yeah. Red Bean tells her that it was supposed to be an aphrodisiac, and oh, okay. in, in, even in the dub. So, cool. Red Bean was already thinking about making him horny. Cool. Which okay. I don't really think anyone needs to see. Uh, horny, horny gently. He needs to have. <laughs> all, that's why he is so stoic, is because he keeps all that shit in check. You let that that out once and he is a fucking monster. Well, the problem is that he's no longer a virgin because he's had a kid, so his martial arts skill is probably not as good as it should be. Could be, yep, yep. Cool, all right. And then, um, so when after the massacre, they grab a couple of the kids, um, or actually most of the kids. So um, Jet and the girl escape with one of the kids, which is not his son. It's one of the, the monk kids. And then they're in a prison that Jet and Redbean have to break into to rescue them. And this is the first time that Jet ends up fighting the poison guy. So yeah, that and it's like, oh, my next... fucking God, I'm fighting Jason. Oh, that's right. And then the kids yep. fight the uh, gay monk. Yep. Yes. They yep. triple no, no shadow kick the, that guy. No shadow kick him. Yep, exactly. As stupid and... as it looks, I was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, kids can have a bit of time. I will say this about Wong Jing's films is that like, just like the other one we watched, he's got a good eye for, like, making kids not terrible. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Like, I he don't has, mind them most of the time. He nails earnestness, and I think he appreciates that you can't make the kids too uh, kind of goofy. They have to have – you have to increase the stakes. So when the kids do something, you kind of have to believe that they're doing it genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the kids the, do the kids beat up fighting. that monk. Well, the kids are hitting the monk and they're hurting him. And that's when the monk says, fuck this. And he just kicks a kid <laughs> across the street <laughs> into the wall. 
And and then the three others do the no shadow kick to him to basically take him out of the game. Yeah. And then um, Jet's obviously fighting Poison Man in, in the... And he realizes uh, he can't win, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, they have and, to escape. And that's where he pulls out some dynamite. And yeah, I don't know where he got it from. And yeah. his kid's like, I'm going to go down with my dad. And he's like, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here, kid. And it goes back and forth. And then they call in the rebels and we meet What's-His-Face, who banged his like Red Bean's mum like 20 years ago. No, no. no they, they throw the dynamite underneath um, Poison Man and then they dive out of the way and it explodes. But Poison Man doesn't die. And then they all leave and go to this village, new village, where they're meant to meet up with... Um, the the red lotus tree and yeah that's that's where they meet up with the guy who the mum says i banged you to 20 years ago etc yeah he's, um, like, he's the leader I'm, of the red he's, lotus he's the re- leader of the rebel faction and he's he's like i'm not scared of them i've got this invincible sword that can cut through any metal yes yeah, he doesn't that'll get you far yeah, exactly that's what happens you get arrogant and then you fucking think you're invincible and guess what you're not he does kill a lot of dudes, though. He kills a lot of mooks. But his, the, thing, the thing that gets me is that I expect his mooks to be better than the mooks they're fighting. Yes, yeah. Because they're supposed to be trained by the mook, like by him, right? <laughs> and they're just mooks. But the mooks fucking kill all of his guys like in 10 seconds. Yeah, but they have metal shields and like a really cool kind of what tortoise formation or whatever the hell that they're <laughs> yeah, doing. Spinning ball. They, want, they come in like a wrecking ball and then they turn, <laughs> turn into like a bunch of blades. Yeah. Well, hey, look, that's technology for you, right? Like they had the better weapons, so yeah, I get. They had the be- better, yeah. They they did. They had a better weapons technology, so they win. Yeah, I do uh, like that because I'm I'm watching in the background, and I do like that every time they have a fight set piece, the actual the way the fight plays out is different. It's kind of choreographed differently. It has a, a different story, a different beat. It's not like it's just back and forth between two fighters. It kind of goes all over the place. Yeah, it's there's I feel like they're telling a lot of stories with the fights. Yeah, I feel kind of dirty though whenever the poison guy sticks his hands into people. I think, oh man, you gotta aquim that shit before you do that. <laughs> 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 so pure old motherfucker. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he they, they do the they they escape, they meet the Red Lotus Society. The Red Lotus Society lasts about seven seconds. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Graham, the, uh, Red Bean's mum fights uh, the leader of the main group. He, she she throws down She throws down pretty hard in the earlier fight as well when they were saving the kids. But she throws down pretty good to... I think she gets like a little... Like pretty good scene here. Well, see, I think this is another thing that Wang Jing is very good at is the bait and switch to kind of play play up this older character as, oh, you know, they're not that good, and then actually make them really good. Yeah. Uh, the choreography and everything, the setup is amazing. They did the setup really well because um, she's, like, hiding with the, the kids and she's telling them a story. When I was younger, I fought a monk who threw 300 darts and I caught 298 of them <laughs> and then one in my mouth and one in my foot. And, uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, right. That's it sounds like she's bragging, uh, right? You're bragging too much, lady. And she'd go, oh, I would show you if I could. And, and she and does, motherfucker. It, and she does, she wins those kids like, over. <laughs> because she is, I mean, they know her as a con woman, right? Like, so exactly. She's obviously been a shyster. And we know her as a shyster. So imagine our surprise when it actually turns out she's the real deal. Yeah. I also like, I don't know if you got this from that, but I, I got the idea that like, that guy who's who ran the Red Lotus, that was um, Red Bean's dad. 
Oh, really? Did you get Is that, that you vibe got? from their oh, conversation? No, it, not not the dad. I it, she she was saying, oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of implied that there was this one night kind of. Were thing. they all fucked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, but it, she says ten years ago, though, right? No, she says no, twenty. She said, she said 20, oh, twenty. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I was. I thought they were going, and and that's why I thought he looked very uncomfortable for a second. Like, oh god, <laughs> that's uh, a lot of child support I haven't paid. That's right. So, <laughs> so they um. So yeah. So Red Bean's mum fucking nails that motherfucker with the with. She spits a fucking chewing gum in his mouth. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah, it's a it's a nice gag, uh, but she she killed like about what a dozen, two yep. dozen guys before that, just yep. shooting them all with darts. And she she is does way better than Red Lotus guys. Yeah, exactly. oh shit, yeah, shit, yeah. And I do like the fact that the uh, the um, commander sees all of this and he goes, "Oh shit, I guess I shouldn't have underestimated you." And... Do you think um it from the point of um when the the daughter gets hit by the dart in when she's in the the massacre scene um she seems depowered for the entire rest of the movie like she was like fighting with the mom and and kicking people's butts and stuff and then all of a sudden like for the rest of the movie she's just eye candy hanging off gently and that was it yeah well she doesn't really do much i don't know she does kind of fight poison man for a mm. very very brief moment when they're in that tower, and basically get slapped down, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But it felt like, yeah, that there was just a point that reached that she just became eye candy on the side. That was it. Yeah. Goodbye. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't too big a drop that I noticed it that badly. But you're right; she just had less to do. I think it was more than you know. And she well, was once also Jason's after everybody. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, true. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But then we get this is leading up to the final showdown because uh, Mum, who's defeated the commander with all of the darts, she managed to. Well, she wasn't fast enough to catch all of them, and a couple made it through. So she she dies um, essentially, and it is kind of a genuinely sad moment because all the kids are sad, everybody's sad. Yeah, and Ching Miao is kind of like, oh, I know she's all sad. Um, so I thought that was earned. I thought that was well earned. I didn't was, feel. I, I felt it. I felt it a little bit. Yeah, I was like, she did a lot of effort to make those kids like her by the end. Yeah, well done, Wang Jing. Well done. <laughs> and they go back to Doctor Wax um, because they're trying to get him to help her, and then he's nowhere to be seen. Fucking crazy, yeah, Doctor Wax. Wax. Does, yeah, Doctor Wax is a hidden Shaolin monk. <laughs> yeah. Is he going is, for a particular is, look? He is pure fucking comedic relief. Yes, but at the same time, the worst kind of comedic relief. All low, low hanging fruit. What are you doing, Wong Jing? <laughs> what is he going for? Is, is he supposed to look like someone with that weirdo hair and the the hat? I have like to assume that? so, but I'm missing the reference. Yeah, I am too. Oh, like, in just... in mine, they just called him a weird guy that likes to dress like a westerner, and that was kind of it. Um, yeah. Like in the lead up to meeting him, and then yeah, later on, he uh, throws off the western clothes and puts his monk robes on, and he's like, oh, I'm. I was I was in the bathtub when you burnt down the the um the Shaolin temple. So you know Buddha likes me. <laughs> he's, kind of thing. he's a superfluous character. You could have cut him from the whole film, and it wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah, yeah, but I'm glad he. I'm kind. I would have been glad he was there if they had used him better. Yeah, because he's such a dumb. Like that is he is very funny. He looks funny. <laughs> he says funny things. He scares the fuck out of them kids. 
I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it, except for the fact that they don't use him very well. He's all low-hanging fruit. I suppose it, that's the point. You know, if you had a said to me, like, Eric Zhang was the, the wax guy, I can, say, I can see that, you know, kind of thing. It, it could just be, you know, complete guest star being creepy. And that's basically what the character is. But, yeah. Yeah. Completely superfluous. So he We're shows at the fireworks up, factory. He shows yeah. up at one point uh, against the Poison Man. I assume he doesn't last very long against the Poison Man, but he is not dead at the end of the movie. So no, no, he he's defeated. Um, but the Poison Man is after Jet Li, and so by the time that he gets to Jet Li, the monk guy doesn't show up again until the kid's in danger, and then he's relegated to supporting character again, where he's just helping the kids. Yep. So they do this whole fight up and down some stairs and over the vat of boiling wax and the, the kids are falling down and they catch on the rope. So then um, most of the kids, I think there's about four of the six are on the rope. and Yeah, two and of them the are girl. up above because yeah. they, fight, they fight someone up there. They fight yeah. the dude. And then Jet's holding the rope, you know, getting pulled towards it and then he ends up um, getting strangled by the rope by Poison Man while he's trying to tie the rope off on some of the gears because it's like a clock tower kind of weird gears. Yeah, it's it's a death trap. It's a literal yeah. fucking Castlevania death trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand was it why wax? it's supposed to... I thought it was acid. I thought it was... No, I don't know. It's I thought it was wax... like a, a wax fat. Yeah, that's what I... But I, I didn't think you'd melt to death if you fell in a wax. No, that's what I mean. Like, and there's just like be that like... rat that turns into a skeleton. It almost... Yeah, maybe it was something acidy, but... That's what I, I was gathering. Let's let's just know that it is a is a it is a clock tower, rickety stair, acid vat, death trap, Castlevania death thing. <laughs> well, it's bad. You don't want to yeah. pull it. Yeah, it's well, true, yeah, true. it's been designed poorly. There is no O H and S here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, so they he succeeds. Two days since last accident. Jet Jet succeeds in knocking him away and pulling the rope back up. And at this point, he kind of gets stabbed and tossed to one side and poison guy then goes after the kids beating up a couple and uh then uh Tao Ming, the jelly son um kicks uh go, goes out through the um the clock tower. Oh, hang on. you're missing him stabbing him sorry, in the yeah. eye oh sorry, the eye, yeah sorry yeah, I, just, I, I just want to go back a little bit because there is actually a superb fight scene where it is jetly and his son and the, oh, the, yeah, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah right i forgot about that yeah, yeah. The whole then, movie's fights, man. Like, you're going to forget. Just, like, it's going to happen. But I wanted to mention this one because they're, it's both of them fighting, but they do things like, you know, uh, Wolverine's fastball special with Colossus? Like, they do shit like that where the kid is standing on Jet Li's shoulder with a spear and then they'll he'll throw the kid or the kid will just leap off his shoulder and they fight both of them side by side. And every time they hit Poison Man. Yeah, they are. And every time they hit Poison Man, there's sparks flying because the spears are hitting metal on metal, I guess. And I like they do. Um, the kid like pulls the tip of the spear off and stabs it into his foot, and they're trying to like yeah. get him in little different bits. Yeah, those guys are vicious. They're it's it's pretty good. It's pretty it's very good. good. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. So we're at the clock tower, and the kid's up at the top with uh, with Poison Man. Uh, you were saying, mate? Yep. So he um, climbs on the outside, and Poison Man follows him as he's going out. Um, and they're like, they're, it's, it's like a, you know, short ledge. So he's trying to shuffle along and grab the kid while not falling at the same time. And then Jet Li obviously sees him, uh, through the window of the clock tower, jumps through the window, grabs him. And as he's falling, 
somehow it's enough time for <laughs> the girl to throw the rope to the sun to then throw it down to Jet Li to catch it. And you think he's going to save himself and, like, Poison Man's going to go hit the ground? No. no. He uses the rope to propel himself up, no shadow-kicking Poison Man, back into the window. Into, into the, the window. And down into the vat, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's some crazy-ass bullshit. He's <laughs> exactly right. A vertical no shadow kick. You know what it reminds me of is, uh, you know, Rock Lee from Guru, Mark of the Wolves. It's got his, like, rising storm or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Same thing. Yeah, uh, that's that's the end of Poison Man, right? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. The end of the movie, and then, or well, we go back to the marketplace, and uh, then we've got all the kids. Oh, all there. the kids get picked up, and then yeah, Wong picked Jing up by the up. parents, and then Jet Li's like, "Oh, we use some medicine to get rid of your tattoos." Okay, that's not China. the way that works. If we had that back in those <laughs> days, the only way the only way a medicine, quote unquote, medicine, is getting rid of a tattoo is is if it's acid. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> And they've made a copy of the map, and then Jet and the son are going to head off down south to uh, get the treasure. Yeah, because he deserves all those treasures. He's the last one left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I go with that. And then, uh, yeah, it's some bullshit thing throughout the whole thing. Then she's his wife now, and uh, the kid starts calling her mom. Oh, uh, see, this is this is terrible. I did not, Nick's, I did not want Nick's this for my local club. <laughs> nah, Jet Li, I mean, like. The whole thing that drives him as a character is his incredible thirst for vengeance. <laughs> Not in this movie. No, I know, but it should be. It, I know, I know. It's, it's, it starts off hard Lone Wolf and Cub, and then it isn't Lone Wolf and Cub. But yes. It's, well, I, I just assume Wong Jing liked that, that vibe, that very that scene, and then didn't give a shit about the rest of Lone Wolf and Cub. To the point where I'm going to watch some Lone Wolf and Cup after we finish this podcast. I think. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> I'm going to put in like a like a number, like the fifth movie, maybe not the last one, but like one of the ones I haven't seen more than twice. Not See, the first one, real, the second one. It's like a palate cleanser. <laughs> if this were real Lone Wolf and Cup, Ching Yao would be like naked, rubbing her body against him, and him just being not given a shit, and then her trying to kill herself. Yeah, that's Lone Wolf and Cub. That's right, because that guy is fucking full of rage and vengeance. <laughs> He's gonna right. go kill the goddamn emperor. <laughs> no time for women. Uh, and anyway. it does. This movie does finish on a freeze frame. Mm. But yeah, that's uh, Legend of the yeah. New Legend of Shaolin. Yes. Yep. So this is this is kind of prototypical Hong Kong action film, right? For me, when I think of Hong Kong action, I see. I think of it as I'm... comedy action. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 definitely. But it's a lot a, of a lot of Hong Kong action is comedy action. Yeah, four quadrants. Gotta yeah, have every, that's right. Got to have something for everybody. Got to have something for the kids. Got to have something for the ladies. Got to have something for the men's to look at. Apparently, got to have something for like the weird people who are into kids. Like, <laughs> it's like it's for everybody. Do you know, I was watching this film, and I was uh, usually when I watch a film, and I'm I'm thinking of what stunt would be a shit stunt. The ones that always stick out to me are when somebody is hitting their ribs or something against yeah. something hard. And there's a scene which it, well, it might not actually have been Jet Li, it could have been a stuntman, but gets kicked and lands on a balustrade of stairs on the side. And I thought, oh, that's a shit I will, start. I will say Jet does get his ass beat a couple of times badly in this movie. That doesn't generally doesn't happen in his films. True. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He does take a lot of lumps. There was a very cool moment though, where I think on the same stairs he lands on it and then does the splits, horizontal mm -hmm. splits, and I yeah. thought that was very, very neat, very tidy. So was thumbs up. 
Oh yeah, it was. It was up. definitely entertaining. I'll give it a thumbs up. It's been, been a while. while. It's been a while since I've watched a movie like this. It has made me want to watch a bit more of the mid nineties busher shit. Yeah. So is that a thumbs up from you too, now? Yeah, thumbs up, man. Yeah, nice, man. So is there anything from this film that you saw where you're like, I'm going to try that at home. I'm going to fucking try no shadow kick someone. I want to try buying an old movie and then overdubbing it with bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> I kind of want to stick my hands into a cushion or something and tear it in half. <laughs> poison man. Yeah. I, I would like I would like to be able to make a suit as well as Red Bean. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. Mikey. I'd like some uh I'd like to train my son to like balance on my shoulder as I walk around. Dude, your kid is already <laughs> both of your kids are too old now. You should have started them at two. I kept telling you. Well technically if you're gonna you have know. a child, why aren't you beating them into being awesome? Yeah. <laughs> Well, my, my youngest, is, too, my youngest is about the same age as that one. So yeah, yeah, but he's been doing it the whole time, Michael. <laughs> well, you yeah, I didn't have him. I didn't, my shoulder. I didn't have him stand in the you know front courtyard lifting his leg up until noon. Yeah, man. Yeah. What you do? Well, this that's is, why this he's not going to be a Shaolin monk. Yeah, exactly. Mm. What's going to happen when there's going to be a fight against the emperor? They're not going to yeah. be prepared. <laughs> no one will be prepared. <laughs> emperor Albanese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But what yeah. you should have done is taken one to be the martial arts expert, Michael, and the other to <laughs> just live a normal life. To be a philosopher. And could... <laughs> anyway. Let's go find the fucking red python. Yeah. Get those, get those battles. Yeah, go, the go the quick way. Just go get them bitten by the special python that gives you super <laughs> yeah, well, That's true. Yeah the, yeah, the dragon egg stuff. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yes, that was, uh, what's it, Legend of the New Shaolin, Red Dragon, Legend of the Red Dragon. Yeah, it's all, so many different it's names. all got a thousand names. Don't worry about it, everybody. Jet it's Lee's... a Jet Lee movie. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You know, go home, everybody listening, go home, watch it, enjoy it, and then leave us a comment, Asian Action Cast, Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, because we'd love to know whether this is a film you enjoyed and what version you saw, um, <laughs> whether it's dubbed or subbed. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, but uh, if anyone is a aficionado or enjoys these films, they probably own it on DVD. I'm pretty sure I own it somewhere on DVD. I have so. a feeling I might have it somewhere too. I think I might have brought back the Tai Seng version I had. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you do actually, yeah. But it was on it was on Prime. I saw it there, and I was like, I know we all have access to this. Let's do it. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to talking at you. See you.